What an incredible promise. And that one day, man, those clouds are going to open up and we're going home. You know, that day is coming. It's coming. And, and, you know, we've been promised as children of our Father that, that we're going there. You know, you can pray for, for Dave and Mary Barkman and their family. Uh, Dave's dad is, is really sick. But Dave told him this morning, you know, Emmanuel's looking forward because he's going to meet Jesus pretty soon. So he's excited about that. You know, day is coming when, when we will, there's a day of reckoning coming. You know, and this morning we're here to celebrate the Ten Talents Project. And the Ten Talents is a story about three men who each received a certain amount of, of, of talents. And they were expected to use those talents for their master just like we are expected to use what God has given us until he returns. And for these servants, you know, two of them were very faithful with what, God, with what, what their uh, master had given them. And one of them wasn't. One of them just buried the talents that he had been given. And I, I love the way that the message Bible talks uh, um, when the master comes to the servant who, who hadn't used any of his talents, he just buried what he had been given. He, it says the master was furious. And this story is found in Matthew chapter 25. It says the master was furious. That's a terrible way to live. And he said it's criminal to live cautiously. I love the way that it puts that. You know, so often we live our lives very cautiously, not wanting to step out in faith and do anything crazy that people might think we're, uh, you know, we're, we're crazy for following this Savior that we have. So he said, it's criminal to live cautiously. But then he says to the, about the man that, that had doubled his talents, the one that had been given five and, and received the ten, ten talents. He says to him, he says, um, give it to the one. And talking about the, the, ten, the talent that the, the guy had wasted, he said, give that talent to the one who risked the most. You know, God wants us to be risk takers. He wants us to take the things that he's given us, the gifts and abilities and finances that he has blessed us with, and he wants us to risk. He wants us to take, uh, to take risks. He wants us to be bold with what he's given us. And I think that's, you know, so often where we miss it. We're not willing to be bold, to be risk takers with what God has given us, to try anything new. That's what God is asking of all of us, to be risk takers. This 10 Towns project that we began, if, you're, if, this is, uh, if you weren't here when we started back in February, Tim Troyer from the Reckoning International was here. Um, they're a ministry that works all over the world, and he's going to come and talk to us a little bit. But, but he came, and, and we talked about um, the needs around the world and, and how we could uh, take talents that were given to us, then multiply them. 
And so we had uh, several groups, and they're going to be coming up, that were given a certain amount of money, were given talents, and they were going to, to go and to use those and, and to be risk takers with what they had been given. And, you know, I was blown away by, by, the, by the creativity of all of the groups that came. And up here is sort of a, just a... a um, group of things that we were creative with. I mean, there were people that, that made birdhouses and there were cinnamon rolls. By the way, you could eat the cinnamon rolls, then work it off at the basketball tournament or the volleyball tournament. You could go home and eat some chili and then light a candle to make it smell good afterwards. I mean, it was a great way to, uh, to use all... You didn't get it, did you? <sighs> Never mind. A lot of really creative things happen, and people are going to come up and, and talk about that. But I was really excited because just a couple of my observations, you know, we had a lot of things going on here at the time. You know, we had a Kenya team that was, that was trying to, to raise funds to go to Kenya. We had a youth group that was raising funds to go on their missions trip. And I know some of you ask, how in the world are we going to do this? This is way too much to ask. And yet I saw people being creative. I saw people getting involved uh, that maybe weren't, weren't as involved. I saw people taking up to take, stepping up to take leadership that maybe hadn't stepped up to take leadership before. It gave opportunity to, to, for us to introduce people who, who didn't attend this church or maybe who weren't even Christians to, to take part in this um, raising funds uh, for, for people in other parts of the world. And the events that I attended, you know, over half the people were from other churches or, or, or weren't, um, didn't attend church anywhere. So it was an exciting thing for me to see all of these things coming together. You know, 1 Timothy chapter 6 says that, command those who are rich in this present world, and we are all rich, if you drove here in a car this morning, you are considered rich in this world. But he says, command them to not be arrogant, not to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in God who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. And he said, command those, command them, those who are rich, command them to do good to be rich in good deeds and to be generous and willing to share. And that's what I saw. I saw people being generous with their time in, in putting together activities or putting together projects. I saw people being generous with their finances and helping with these activities. But I saw us as a church, I saw this body being generous and willing to share in order to help those who were in need. And that's what, that's what it's all about. It's about us as believers giving hope to those that are less fortunate than we are. And then Paul says, in the same way, they, we will lay out for ourselves treasure as a firm foundation for the coming age so that they may take hold of the life that is truly life. You know, take hold of that life that is truly life. Build on this firm foundation of heavenly rewards. That's what it's about. And just one more verse, and I'll, I'll have our, our leaders come up and share. It says, if anyone has material possessions and sees his brother in need... 
but has not pity on him, how can the love of God be in him? Dear children, let us not love with words or tongue, but with actions and in truth. It's not enough to feel bad for people that have needs or for people that are going hungry. That's not enough. We have to put our feelings into action. First John says, you know, if I don't put my feelings are for people into action, it's useless. It's no good. I have to put them into action. And, and that's what I saw. I saw us putting um, our, our, the, the needs that we saw, I saw us putting it into action. And so what I want to do is I want to ask our leaders to all come up and to share with us what their groups did. And like I said, there were some really, really creative things. And, I, and you know, when, when we get to the end and we announce to you the totals, I think you will be blown away. And I'd like for all the leaders to come up at this point. I want you to all stand up here. That way you can, you can comfort each other and, and um, shake together um, and tell us what, what you did. But I think you're going to be, be really amazed at what, what God did through this project. So if you could just all line up down there. Ed's going to go first, and then we'll just walk our way down through, and you each share what, uh, what you did, and um, we're excited to hear. So, Ed. All right, thank you, Dwayne. Uh, the leaders of our group, which was the uh, No Limits uh, ABF group, uh, were um, Betty and myself, and then uh, Les and Tina Miller, and uh, Rod and Shelly Mast. So I'd like for our group to stand up. Even though not all of them helped uh, physically, they, uh, they uh, helped us with moral support and uh, also with, uh, with prayer, prayer support. So we're really thankful for that, and we appreciate all the hard work that you put into it. Thank you. We were... Uh, given $75 to begin with, as most of you know. And uh, so we were given the task of trying to multiply that money. Uh, our group kind of came up with a theme of what we wanted to do. And uh, I'll just read that for you. We were called the No Limits Reclamation Group. And uh, we buy or trade for all those items you might consider disposable. We will restore, recondition, or totally refabricate any item with potential and recycle the rest. Now, we know everybody has stuff laying around the house that they don't need, and so we thought there was some potential here to make use of some items that people might just normally throw away. Well, we ended up with a big project to begin with, and so uh, after we got done with that, I think uh, we needed a break, so we're currently on break. But anyhow, uh, we, we were given a barn to tear down, which if we tore it down, we could have the material from it. And we, in turn, used that to uh, make some of these birdhouses, tables, and some things you see up here. Also, we had a generator that was taken out of a building that we were able to recycle and turn it in for cash money. Our total profit from uh, these projects was uh, $3,506. And uh, we just feel that, really, uh, our group was blessed uh, I think God was blessed with the efforts that were given, and I know some other people will be blessed as well. Uh, two things that I think we gathered from this project. One was that we worked together as a team. We had some great fellowship time, and uh, we just enjoyed working together. Also, uh, a lot, one of the other things was the time and effort that you had to put into it. 
And I know it takes, it takes a lot of time to, to do these projects. And considering the fact that you do it outside of your normal, everyday living obligations, you have to make a sacrifice. And I think all of us uh, ended up realizing how that sacrifice worked. But at the end of the day, the bottom line is that we made an impact on people that we will probably never see, made an impact for a lifetime and for eternity. So we just want to thank you for your support, and we just want the name of Jesus to be praised. My name is Marlene Swartzentruber. I represent the Ablaze Reckoning Group. Um, the leaders were Dan and Laura Rosebrock and Aaron and myself. If our group could stand. Thank you. Uh, we were given $75. We multiplied our money by having a haystack dinner and a euchre tournament. Um, we sold Koblenz chocolates, and we had a babysitting night. Our total profit was $1,170. As an EBF group, we often wrestle with how we can make a difference. Um, and this, was a, this project was a tangible way that we could do that. Um, we had a lot of fun planning our activities, and it brought us together and grew us as a group. And just like to thank everyone who supported all our projects. Good morning. I'm Nancy Yoder, and uh, my husband, Wayne, is in the back. Um, we represent the Navigators Group, and at this time, would the Navigators class please rise? Um, we kind of put our heads together, and, and thank you. Um, weren't sure what to do with our $75 originally, but um, we're fortunate enough to have Tim and Lynette Rohr in our class, so with Tim comes the pressure washer, the the cleaning things. Uh, so we started off the project uh, with a car wash. And it was beginning of oh, about the second week in March. So it was a little cool, but uh, you guys graciously stepped up, uh, came and washed the salt and the grime off of your cars. Um, and then we also have Kip Newsbaum, who brings uh, to the table a lot of basketball talent and connections. So we put together a three on three basketball tournament. And that was very well attended. Um, we had a lot of people come from outside of our church, uh, people that had never been in our church and had never been in the new um, gym facility back there. They were just blown away by it. So um, a lot of good things came out of that, I think. People said if we did it again, they would come again. Um, so that leads to some you know, potential down the road. But um, with our $75 um, through those two projects, we raised $1,014. I want to thank everybody, and um, I know our class had a lot of fun doing it. Um, showed us that we need to get together more as a class, just to enjoy one another's company. So, thank you. Morning. I'm Chris Stutzman, uh, representing the under construction class. The team leaders was Troy Barkman, Jason Yoder, and myself. If the under construction team, all of you could that was involved in any way could stand, please. Thanks. We were also given $75 and were told to multiply it. The way we multiplied our money was by doing five different projects. If you listen to some financial advisors, they tell you the number seven is the magic number. We didn't quite reach that. We were a diversified group. Um, the first thing we did was bake around 100 cookies. We sold those to... Um, get some capital to move on to a bigger project. And the second one we did was a family from church. They needed some fence building done. 
us guys got together and built the fence. And the third was probably the one that took the most time. Um, and that was, we decided to capitalize on one of the most important things God ever created, and that was moms. And uh, we um, made gift baskets to sell for Mother's Day. And um, if you need somebody that to put gift baskets together, Mark and Veronica Wilson, Wilkinson, they will gladly volunteer to do that. Our fourth project was hauling a load of scrap metal, and our last one was um, selling a couple of hardwood trees. And with that, as we were talking about somehow selling trees, and where we talked about taking some out, one of them blew down, and we thought that was a sure sign from God to take it. With all the five uh, projects we did, a total profit was $1,988. One thing I learned from this was, um, you know, the thing of third world countries or where Tim's going to, people that don't have anything and just want to support their family just for food. If I'd ever lose the income that I need to support my family, there's always ways to look for junk, um, sell it, do something with it, but there's always ways, and and people need something done, and they're willing to pay for it. So, thanks, everybody. I'm Ron Smucker, and I uh, represent the Watchman Group. Will Gingrich was our leader, but he conveniently escaped to Illinois. We had eight couples in our group, and if you'd stand, please. I don't know that there's very many of them here today. We were given $75. And we, we picked two projects to do. We did a raffle, and then we put together a coupon book that we sold, and we were able to make double on each one of those that we sold. Um, our total profit was $770. We still have eight coupon books left to sell, and those are paid for, so those are 100% profit, whatever we get from them yet, which would bring it to 930 if we are able to sell those. And I was just um, impressed by... The way the groups helped each other out, there was no competition between them. Everyone seemed to be wanting to help the other groups out. It was almost like even though we were different groups, we were all united as one, and I was really impressed with that. Hi, I'm Ron Weaver, and my wife Joanna is in the back, and I'm representing the SWAT team. SWAT stands for Seeking Wisdom and Truth. Um, would the members of the SWAT team please stand? I just want to take this opportunity to thank you for your support and help during this project. At the beginning, we were given $75 also, and uh, we did two projects. The projects that we did were a bake sale and a bowling tournament. And um, at the end of those two projects, our balance was $1,000. Something that God showed me through this uh, project was the spirit of working together uh, towards a common goal I'm a pretty competitive person, and this project had the potential to be a competition among the teams. And as Ron pointed out, um, I noticed right away in the, our first project, which was a bake sale, um, just the willingness of other teams to help us out. Uh, we actually sold items at the car wash that was being held by one of the other groups, and they allowed us to do that, uh, to help us out with that. Um, another location that we sold... Um, 
baked goods was at a uh, basketball tournament that was held by the local Apple Creek uh, third grade basketball program. And um, originally, we, the plan was to have the tournament at our new gym um, if they would allow us to sell baked goods during the tournament. And uh, it didn't work out that we could use our gym. Um, they had to have the tournament at another location, but they offered, uh, they said that we could still have our bake sale to, to help us out, even though they were doing a, um, a food stand to raise money for themselves. So I was touched by that, uh, that they were still willing to help us out, even though we couldn't help them out by providing a gym for them. Um, another, in our other <coughs> project, excuse me, um, the bowling tournament, um, I just was really impressed by members of our group stepping up, taking charge, uh, and making it happen. Um, and another uh, way that uh, I was impressed was the spirit of working together was the fact that we talked about having items uh, given away during the tournament. And uh, we were talking about where do we want to get these items, and someone suggested, well, let's buy items from the other groups to help them out. And uh, I just thought that was really neat that uh, it wasn't a competition, but we were all looking to help each other out to this project. Thanks. I'm Emma Troyer. Our group is the Crusaders. Would you please stand? There's not too many of them here today. Thank you. Um, we decided to, with our $75, hold a bake sale, and that's what we did. The first one, we did quite a few different cookies, cupcakes, cinnamon rolls, and we discovered the most popular was cinnamon rolls, so we took orders. And with that, I figured out we made approximately 264 individual cinnamon rolls, and we raised $415, which wasn't as much as some of you, but we only did like four different bake sales. Um, the first time, Rochelle Yoder got permission for us to use the Camp Luz kitchen, and um, Roy and Charlie Payne ran the dishwasher, which was a big help. We didn't have to take time to wash dishes. And it was, we thank everyone that supported us in buying cinnamon rolls. Thank you. With the TNT uh, Sunday School class, please stand, please. Our group did uh, four projects. We started out with the $75 that was given us. We uh, purchased an appliance that we sold to make some more money. Then we made chili and tapioca and sold that. We were privileged to be allowed to help with the, uh, one of the other classes with their uh, basketball tournament. And we uh, made some money out of that. And then we sold peaches. And uh, we made some money out of that. Our total was $1,507. I think the most impressive thing to me was that the, um, nobody had to be boss. Uh, everybody just participated, did what they needed to do. And it so impressed, uh, impressed me, especially with around 14 people in the kitchen making chili and tapioca. Uh, we had one exciting moment that we all came close to God when uh, 
we had one little explosion because I, I put a, a lighter above the stove and it woke us up. But uh, we, uh, I think we really enjoyed doing this. Hi, I'm Corey Mullins and this is Corey Gerber. We were the head of the CNC group. If you guys would please stand. We sold candles and we took orders for candles and sold them and now Corey will talk. <laughs> um, our group wasn't really a Sunday school class. There was about a group of like five or six of us that when we heard about it, we just thought, you know, hey, let's do it. And we had some drive to do it, so we decided to do it. We worked with uh, Corey's parents' company, which is 1824 Candle Company in Fredericksburg. And Corey made in our own uh, reckoning label and stuff. The candles are up here. And it says, do something beautiful with their logo and stuff. And so the candles got into many different houses and things like that. Um, our total was $786 is what we um, made. And we just want to thank everybody who bought candles and um, just helped make this uh, thing a great success. I'm Kendra, and this is Veronica, and we were the leaders of the youth group. Could our group please stand? Okay, with our $75, we did a photo shoot and a, or like we sold cornhole boards, and we made $675. Good morning. I'm Jennifer Wingard. I'm from the AMP group. The other leaders from our group were Christina Smucker and Drew Gingrich. If the AMP group could please stand. With the $75 that we were given, we started out with a rope tournament, and then we also had a volleyball tournament, and we had a servant auction. And with those events, we multiplied the $75 to $1,387.10. And we would, just, we would like to thank Pastor Dwayne and Tim for giving us the opportunity to help with the reckoning. It was, it, it was a really great experience for us. And I would also like to thank the AMP group for all the effort. So do you see all the, the creativity and, um, and fun that people had? You know, there are some words that stuck out to me as we were sharing. Fellowship. Um, unity, um, eternal impact, you know, those were words that, that, that stuck out to me. And, and the thing that I saw, too, was just the groups working together, you know, that this wasn't a competition between groups, but we worked together, and, and we were all cheering each other on, not worried about who makes the most, but just that, that everybody is successful. You know, I worked hard to make sure that the, uh, the cinnamon roll group was successful. I did my part. Um, but I just thought, I think all in all, I think this was a very, very encouraging, successful, um, and it's more than just a project. You know, this is something that's going, I'm not sure how many, how long this impact will be felt eternally. As, as Ed said, you know, a lot of these people, most, none of these people, you know, we will never meet them except hopefully one day when we get to him. So I would like to this time turn the time over to Barry and Tina Gerber. And Barry and Tina were really the, they, were, they spearheaded this project. They were the ones out front doing all the work, um, doing all the communicating with you as groups. And, and like everything else that Barry and Tina do with ABFs and, and, and with, with the way they keep this place on the outside, they did an incredible job. And I, and I think we need to thank Barry and Tina for the great job that they did. Um, just 
they really made it happen. So I'm going to turn the time over to them. They're going to give us some totals, and, and uh, so I'll just give it to you, Barry. First of all, on behalf of the ABF team, or team leaders, Tina and I, uh, we definitely want to thank you, all the group leaders that have stepped up and uh, maybe a little bit out of your comfort zone and maybe even coming up here this morning out of your comfort zone, same for me, uh, and taking this time to share. Um, and also we want to um, uh, thank the people that were not a member of the ABF group or an ABF class that uh, maybe just attend church but have were wanted to become involved and have stepped into one of these groups and uh, was also involved. Um, let's all give them applause. The, everybody was involved. Um, one special thanks, I'd like to thank Tina, my wife. <clears throat> um, she, I may be up here doing the talking, but she's the one that uh, did the phone calls, kept the emails going, uh, planned the meetings, and uh, uh, keeping this project rolling. So uh, I just want to thank her for, for doing that. Um, Tim, if you want to come forward, please. Like we said, three months ago, we started with 11 groups, each having $75. And if you did the math, that comes out to $850. And now this three months has ended and um, have come up with our totals. Um, on behalf of the Fairlawn Mennonite Church, uh, we would present, we'd like to present the Reckoning Project International uh, with a check for... $14,276. Thanks, Barry. Wow, that is just amazing. Can we clap again? One more round of applause for... It's just so amazing. I just want to thank Fairlawn Mennonite Church and, and everyone, even people um, not from Fairlawn, helped out. And there was such a, a, you know, a buzz in the community. Um, word got back to me from other people who heard about it and were very excited. And uh, I believe that the Lord was really glorified. There's a verse in the Bible that tells us that it says that we're supposed to, do, we're supposed to live our lives and do good deeds um, in such a way that people glorify our Father in heaven. And I believe that's what happened um, I'm honored to be here today also um, with one of our board members, Lee and Jamie Shaw. They're here. Lee and Jamie, if you would stand, please. Let's, I just feel like clapping again, so let's clap for them. How's that? But I just want to say, um, I, I really believe with all of my heart um, that this, this project that we've been in together is the perfect example of how we should live our lives. That each one of us has been given resources. We have something, and it, you know, $75 does not sound like a lot of money. Just like sometimes we look at our lives and do inventory, and we think, wow, you know, I just don't have that much. Who am I? I don't have a lot of education, or I don't have this, or I don't have that. But, you know, little is much when God is in it. And that we've been given gifts and talents, and that our Master, our Savior, our Lord said to us, I want you to occupy until I come. 
I want you to use the gifts and talents that I've given you, and I want you to use them to show a profit for my kingdom. And I'm coming back one day, and just like in the story of the talents, there's going to be a reckoning. He's going to reckon with his servants and say, hey, what have we done to use our talents to bring glory to him? And the outcome of this project, we're so very grateful for the generosity and the hard work of the people here in this congregation and others who helped. But I want you to know that those finances are not the outcome. The outcome is going to be the changed lives of people. People like one of our clients in Kenya, who she was married, had a little baby, and then about a year later had another baby, and soon after she delivered her second child, a week after she delivered that child, her husband abandoned her. And she found herself living in the capital city of Kenya in Nairobi without help, without food, without work, and with these two little children. And she ran out of, uh, you know, money and food very quickly. She needed to do some work. And she ended up doing hard labor, carrying rocks at a construction site until she told us, you know, recovering from her pregnancy, her body just gave out. And with a little bit of resource that she had left, she got on a bus with her two children, and she drove to a place called Kakamega, which is a town, and, you know, of anywhere that she could have gone in Kenya, she drove on this bus with her two children to Kakamega, a place where the Reckoning International has our projects. And we met her, we helped her, she told us about her needs. We took her through training. That training um, was on Christian business principles financed by the generosity of people just like you. And after that, we gave her a small loan, just like we gave the groups here, of about $75. And she started a business and is thriving. She's been able to feed her children. She's been able to pay for food, shelter, and clothing and what she's so excited about is she told us that she's also been able to be generous to others. She paid back her little loan, and she's one of our brand champions who's telling people, listen, you don't have to uh, be dependent on others or live on handouts. God can bless you. You can work hard and make a living and be generous to other people. We found out a year after working with her, she was speaking publicly in a meeting about what the reckoning had done to change her life and ministering to other people, and she, it shocked us. We found out, she said that he, she and her children had not eaten for a week before they met us. And, you know, my eyes filled up with tears. Uh, I, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to help people. I'm so grateful that we have the resource and, you know, sometimes we say things like, hey, you know, we'll never know the good that we'll, you know, we'll accomplish through what we're doing. And, yes, maybe in a sense we won't know everything that happens, but I'll make this commitment to you. What I'm going to be excited about doing is coming back and reporting to you as a congregation what your gifts have done and be able to introduce people to you that your lives have changed. I also uh, am very eager. We've been praying um, and asking the Lord, what should we do with the resource um, that comes from the Ten Talents Project at Fairlawn? And we felt very strongly, um, you know, resources needed in all the countries that we work in. 
Um, but we've, we've uh, felt particularly, because we work in Kenya, and you know, we know Brian Sandy working there, and also that there's a team going from the church to, uh, to Kenya, we have really felt that we need to use some of the resource there in Kenya. And as we've been praying about that, just this week I got an email from our leaders in Kenya saying that some interesting things have developed and there's a need for some resource. So I just felt like, kind of like the tree blowing down, and that was just, you know, a prophetic sign from the Lord. And what's interesting is it's the opportunity to expand a tree project that we're doing in Kenya to take care of orphans. And so we're very excited about that. And I'm excited to also we want to see if we can't take some Farallon people along with us sometime and see firsthand what God is doing. I want to read to you uh, just very briefly, and then uh, I'm, I'm going to ask Lee if he'll come up and close us in prayer. But I want to read from Matthew 25. This is verse 18. Um, through th- uh, actually, I'm going to start reading in verse 34, Matthew 25, reading in verse 34. It says, then the king will say to those on his right, so it's this picture of the Son of Man of Jesus when he comes back in his glory, and it's a time of that reckoning like we talked about, that when he comes back in his glory, all the angels with him, they will sit on his glorious throne. Then the king will say to those on his right, come you who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world, for I was hungry For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? You know, when, when was that, Lord? When was that? And when did we see you as stranger and welcome you or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brother, you did it to me. And I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for ministering um, to the Lord for taking care of him and of his needs, because when we take care of the least, when we reach out to the poor, when we reach out to orphans, when we help widows and orphans in their distress, not only does the Bible say that that is pure religion, that we're really doing what Christianity is all about when we love them, but it also says that we've done that to the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Thank you so much for your faithfulness. Thank you for your hard work, for letting the Lord use you in such a mighty way. And thank you for being a part of what God is doing through the reckoning. And we're eager to see what the Lord continues to do. I believe that there are big rewards for the people of Fairlawn Mennonite Church and all those who helped. Lee, would you please come and just close us in prayer? I just want to thank you guys as well uh, on behalf of the reckoning. Uh, it is just awesome to be sitting here and see what... Uh, see what the Lord has been able to do through you guys uh, in a multiple, uh, uh, various different ways. Um, It's just awesome. So thank you very much on behalf of the reckoning. Let's have a word of prayer. 
Lord, thanks so much for, God, just for your awesomeness. Uh, Just as Tim got up here and as we were thinking about the day, just that same thing came to my mind is little as much when God is in it. It is so obvious, Lord, that you are in this, that your hand is on Fairlawn. And uh, God, that you just, you just work in so many different ways. God, I just pray that uh, just as you multiplied the gifts and the talents and the efforts of these folks from Fairlawn Mennonite, God, would you just continue that work, the awesome amount, the $14,000 plus. Lord, just continue to multiply. Lord, it's not the money. It's the efforts and it's the lives that are touched. It's the people that come to know you through the efforts, Lord. God, help us to be faithful with the things that you've given us. Help us to multiply those efforts. Help us to multiply the giftedness that is represented in that $14,000. Lord, help it to grow. Help us to be able to water it with your word, to be able to water it with your faith, and to watch it grow. To touch lives, to change people, and to draw them close to your heart. God, it's all for your glory. It's all for your honor. Lord, that's why we're here, is to bring honor and glory to your name. Help us at the reckoning to be faithful to that call. It's all about you. It's all about you, Lord. Thank you very much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Well, would you stand with me? Turn to somebody beside you and say, great job. Have a wonderful week.